El podcast más chingón. Puras entrevistas machín. January 24th, we're coming to Salt Lake City. Wise Guys Comedy Club. My first time in Salt Lake doing comedy. The campaign is crazy. 2019, we love y'all. We can't wait to meet y'all. See you. Y'all show us around your town. Where the tacos at? And we'll see you, man. All tour dates on chingobling.com. Latino is fuck. Episode 50. It's a big day, man. This is an epic episode, man, because it's all about the fans, man. We're taking, we're taking fan questions. We had y'all hit me up on my social media, and we're going to get to that in a second, man. But uh, I'm excited, bro. We made it all the way to episode 50. That's kind of monumental. That's kind of... Actually, that's very good. That that means we've been. That means that means that's a means. That's a meme. That means that we've been t- pretty consistent. That means that means that means we're consistent. Consistent AF guys. <laughs> <laughs> tour. tour, but it took us a while though. It just feels like you know, fifty. Is, it's like well, it's kind of a small number, you know. But hey, we're getting started, man. It's a new year. What is it? January thirtieth. Yeah, yeah, January thirtieth, man. And uh, these Valentine stuff. It's been on the shelves already for like, it seems like two months. Like these motherfuckers are like, hey man, I don't want to fuck with y'all's New Year's, but we got Valentine shit to sell. So y'all need to get the fuck about the way. Yeah. And we need to put these candies and these roses in your face. When do you think you first saw Valentine's things? Was it beginning of Christmas, mid-Christmas? Uh, how about I was at Hobby Lobby and they already had like a little section. It was small. It wasn't that big yet, but they were already kicking out Christmas. I need, I need, oh. to, I need to get in the holiday business. Yeah. <laughs> you know. We were going to do uh, Nashville, like, around Valentine's, but uh, we don't know if we're going to still try to um, go, you know, I don't know if we're going to be adding more cities and stuff, you know. Chicago, be on the lookout. That's definitely, I think, one for sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, man, Latinos Fuck Tour, and um, I need to get into the holiday business, though. I need to do the holiday <clears> tour. <throat> Just real quick, a couple of dates that are, are pending that may happen for all those fans who have asked, what about Atlanta? What about, you Tacoma. know, Tacoma? Tacoma oh, is pending. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Tacoma's pending. I don't want to say what date, but that's I'm waiting to hear back. So just cool. fans, Tacoma. Um, Chicago. We're figuring that out. These are all Native American names too. Uh Chicago. Tacoma. <laughs> we need to hit Yakima. Washington. Mm. What about Wait, Washington might not be a Native American word. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Tenochtitlan. <laughs> it's more of like South America. So your mom was talking to me about, hey, baby, I need you to focus. I know, I know. Your mom was talking to me about uh, 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 some Mexico stuff. Or, or Boy, that phone is the devil. <laughs> My co-host is a hostage right now about distraction. Hey, she got the new one. So it's so distracted. So her mom was talking to me about um about some like Mexican stuff. And the way she, she'd be like, si, sí, tú no sabes que los marcianos en Tenochtitlan. Like she... <laughs> Chinampa. Y es que es algo muy avanzado que Tenochtitlan. I was like, damn. I never heard her uh, Nahuatl accent. <laughs> she said a real uh, proper. Uh, yeah, she spoke my mom's, straight Aztec. My mom, like, says if she died and came back, she'd love to be an anthropologist. She's a nerd. What? Like, mom's a stylist, right? She's a hairdresser. Hairdresser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But that's her thing, is like history. And she'll sit there and have a whole combo with you, does she not, babe? Yeah, she'll break it down. Tenochtitlan. Yeah. And did you know that? And I'm just like... Did you know uh, that in Xochimilco, Chapultepec? I was like, oh, Kurt. Oh, Kurt. I was like... So should should we do the fan questions? Yeah, you want to dive right into it? 50. Thank you guys for joining us. Let's dive into the questions. Hopefully I get the right answer. And we should also say, so this is dropping on... I mean, it's the 30th. You got a February show coming up, right? Yeah, we got... um, 
shit. January 31st, West Palm Beach, February 1st and 2nd, Miami. Miami. Improv. First time in Miami. Uh, about Bim to pop that cherry at Miami. Oh my, yeah. With the, it's the a new, brand new it's a venue. New. It's a brand new venue. And I'm excited that, uh, thank you, Matt Coleman, for calling us and... Yeah, shout out to the improv. I'm going to yeah. be in there smelling like, you know, coconut oil, you know, smelling like a Cuban sandwich, you know what I'm talking about? Espresso in hand. You know, I'm going to be a beach bum in that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the whole 305, the whole, you know, the gunshine state. The M-I-A-O. yo. yo. I know we're talking about uh, shows and stuff, so I'll just ask this one, uh, the Lazy Taco 512. Are you guys doing Austin? I don't think I, I asked that. Okay, so <clears throat> no Austin, right? Um, but hopefully... With Pete going out to Austin to be a guest. Well, I'll be oh, out, yeah, I'm yeah. going to be out there uh, doing something at Cap City, but hopefully I'll make that connect. If not, the Velveeta Room has offered. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. For future reference. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Let's see. Was that see. the first question? That was the first question, technically. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love Austin. I was just out there, man. It's, it's kind of crazy. That whole 6th Street. I'm, I'm just too old for it. Yeah? Yeah. When By I went myself, out there. Check you know. this out. I went out there um, for my cousin's 21st birthday. I was in the middle of competing, so I was annoyed. Bodybuilding competition. Bodybuilding competition. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't eat anything that they were having, and I obviously couldn't drink. So I was so sober, and I mean, not that I get lit or anything, but I was sober. Anymore. Anymore. So <clears throat> I was hey, I'm watching. I'm not like that no more. I was watching everyone. <laughs> I was like, gosh, is this, is this what it was like back then? Like, I just couldn't do it anymore. Like, I, I just was watching everybody get wasted. I'm like... And then you got them big I feel ass. Sorry for them. Tomorrow you got the big ass horses with cops mm-hmm. on top of them. You know, it's like it's a, like a cop horse. They and then they're shitting everywhere. I mean, and if you're drunk, you might step in some shit. You might get into some shit. So you just got to be on your toes, man. Um, yeah. Uh, the last time I went there was for an honor invitational. We were helping with the production side of that, and afterwards we went out to Sixth Street and two fights that night. I saw two fights go down. I seen a dude on a, a real world MTV. One of them seasons, the dude got knocked out bad in on Sixth Street. Oh, for I real? I think it was a cast man. <laughs> he ran into them UT boys like, "Bitch, what you say?" Sasculero. Yeah, that's hilarious. It's fucked up. Uh, all right, well, let's start with a question here uh, at Monchi Seven One Three. It says, "Yonda Monchi, <laughs> what happened to you? What's your marriage secret?" Question mark. So I, the way I interpreted it was, "What's y'all's literally? How, you, how do y'all make it work?" Man, what's who, the secret? Who goes first? What's you the secret to, to it all? <clears throat> so, I think one, you need to believe in each other. You have to love each other. Okay. Communicate with one another. <laughs> and and you have to pick your battles, definitely. Because there's some times where I just have to take a deep breath with Chingo. And then, um, and I'm sure he has to do the same for you, me. You know, because I get fussy. I, I've got my, my quirks too, you know, so I'm not like acting like I'm perfect, you know. I have these little OCD problems. They're a little out there. And <laughs> that couch needs to be half a centimeter to the I left. have this thing with uneven stuff. So the if rug, I see man. It, the rug we're standing yeah. on, sitting on. Mm. Remember that? Oh, boy. When we were assembling the studio, it was like, uh, the rug is at a 93 degree. It's not 90 degree. It's not flush to the third tile from the third column to the left. The chi, the chi <laughs> energy is not conducive. Um, but I think most, I think a lot of it has to do with communication. Mm-hmm. I think I'm better at it now, but. Um, Respect. Here's what it is, man. Yeah. 
What it is, bro, for marriage is you got to already have just a long road of just life and just, you know, ups and downs and the ego. And and it's just one of those like, man, fuck it. Look, we ain't getting no young. And being married is a business. It's a business. You have to treat it like a business. Okay. So you've you've got to work at it. CEO. No, you got to work at it. You know, you've got to listen to one another because in, in a business, if you have a business partner, if you don't listen to one another, you fail. Mm-hmm. So I was your lover and your secretary. Yeah. It's like a business. So it's, you know, it's a business. <laughs> Working every day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good, a good song though. <laughs> she cheated. What movie is that again? Um, Can't buy me. What is, no. What it's is, one of the Tyler Perry's. No, it ain't Tyler Perry. It wasn't a Tyler Perry. No, no, no. Tyler Perry was probably <laughs> doing plays at the time. You just one, Angela Bassett that. was like she burnt the clothes. Was that Angela Bassett? Fuck, I don't mm, know. I don't remember. Mm. Anyway, Mary J. Blige. Eleven years. Oh yeah, I remember that. I, I don't remember what this was. But you have to treat it like a business. So and just like you, we sit down and we discuss business plan, like mm-hmm. what we're doing. You've got to sit there and evaluate your business. What are we doing wrong? What can we fix? What can we improve? You know, I don't like this. You don't like that. I mean, you got to peep game too, yeah. fellas. Low, you know, so you, you have to know, like, you know, you kind of know what it's going to take to keep her happy, you know. And you and like she said, like, you know, there's some battles. It's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to let you make it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pull, you know, the pull teeth on this one. But uh, yeah, everything you mentioned, you know, obviously you got to be on the same mind frame, the same, y'all got to like grow together and keep your ego in check so it's not one of those like, well, fuck you then, well, fuck it then, well, fuck it, well, fuck it then, let's do this shit, fuck it, you know, fuck it, half this table's mine, what the fuck, you know, half like them coffee mugs, half them coffee mugs coming with me. Uh, We've know. talked about this, though, it's funny, I think we mentioned it here one time, like, yep, yeah, we wouldn't, it wouldn't work out for a divorce for us because Pete would be nice and kind of, hey, it's um, just too much, you know, it's too much work, hey, do I'll, you think that you can help me out? Like, out in the world, like out in life, out in the world, there's just too much paperwork as an adult that you you shouldn't have to go at alone so all this mail somebody got to open this mail somebody got to read all this mail and that you know what i'm saying that's why i'm not i'm not ever leaving her bro like, not because he loves me but, yeah. but because. because in order for me to have a conducive adult life i need help in the paperwork department that's hilarious but really man like this this is how i look at life man like if your priority is to have a family, if that's your priority, if your priority is like, man, I just want, you know, a whole bunch of kids because kids are a blessing to keep you up at night. And, you know, you just <laughs> like you just want if that, you know, you just want love. If that's if that's what's harmonious, if that's making it to you, if that's success to you, if that's like the most rewarding shit, then you're going to have to work at it. Right. Nothing worth having is, is going to be just Comes easy. easy yeah. So it takes maintenance. It's constant. You know, you think I want to do sit ups in the gym? No, she like you know what I'm saying. She she want her a little strong core, you know what I'm talking about. You think I you think I like, you know what I'm saying. Hitting biceps. No, you know I, she needs something to grab on in case she gets scared. <laughs> watching Bird Box. There you go. <laughs> so if you're trying to get you some Bird Box, uh, you gotta you know you gotta stay on it. You know. So speaking of Bird Box, uh, we talked about that with Adam, which that episode already dropped, but we didn't really talk about it amongst us three. Uh, mm-hmm. Did y'all have? Have any? you seen it? I, I, yeah, I've seen it. Okay, what'd you think? I just thought, I think me and Sol had the same idea. I had too many questions at the end of it all. But somebody I saw online broke it down. Like, there was a, the theory behind it was like this, this cons- not conspiracy theory, but apparently it's like, it's talks to some mythology of like what they were seeing were like these, these like gr- Greek mythology type of creatures that showed your fear or made your fear come out in you. And mm-hmm. instead of, I think, facing your fears, you just killed yourself or something. Oh. Crazy. 
dark, 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 dark. Yeah, well, the, I mean, Lil Rel, his character. Remember, he's the guy that worked at the grocery store that was and like he had all the nerdy and so he was gonna <clears throat> write a novel. Well, he mentioned like five, six, seven. Oh examples. yeah, yeah, you're right. And I remember as a kid, like some other, I don't know what part of Mexico they're from or where they got this from, but they used to have one of their little like cuckoo things where it's like, oh Pete, if somebody says your name, like it might not be that. Like don't. Don't look at them. Don't turn. Like, don't listen. It might not really be that person. What? No way. Man, they used to be into scary shit when we were kids. Well, yeah. You know, one time I went to Mexico City. And I remember we were playing at this park. And no, my my uncle said, hey, everybody, we got to go. It's time for... we got to go. It's time. And we're like, what's time for what? Like, all these, yeah, all these bad spirits come out. So everybody was leaving the park. It's like they knew at this time some shit happened at this park and we left. I vividly remember that. Oh, they're like, hey, welcome to Mexico City. Let's take the kids to the park. And then after a little while, it's like, fuck, what time is it? But you want to tell you a funny story about Bird Box. So I had just watched it and it was kind of late at night. It sounds kind of like a strip club. Like they'd be popping that bird box at the bird box. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. Anyway, go on. And um, I'd gone to Target, right? So I get out, you know, our our driveway is long. Yeah. So I get out and I hear someone. And I'm oh. like, what? And I look at the back, you know, at, at the studio and I'm like, Pete? And he doesn't answer, you know? And I'm like, what in the world? I'm like power walking. <laughs> I'm like walking super fast. And then I hear, I turn around. It's my neighbor. I said, boy. I said, I was about to have a nervous breakdown. He was saying, hey, how are you? Oh, damn. But with the wind, it was it was one of those days. It was yeah. super windy. It, it mixed with the wind. Uh-huh. And Man. then some chimes. And the leaves started picking yes, up. Yes, it did. I swear. Oh, and and I, I swear. And he started laughing. I said, I just watched Bird Box. I told him. I said, and... I heard you from in the wind because I was on the side right here. Yeah. So I couldn't see him, but he already saw me because he was at the fence with his dog. So he assumed that I had already seen him. So I guess that's why he greeted me. But I hadn't seen him. And I heard. I just heard. (laughs) Boy, I was. She said, I closed my eyes. I am the biggest scaredy cat in the world. Hey, but back in the day, scary, scary movies were like scary. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed Bird Box because I look at it. As like a sci-fi. It was like people kept saying it was suspenseful. It wasn't scary. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I mean, it's subjective, right? Everybody has different tastes. But yeah. here's what I here's what's so tricky about Bird Box, bro. Real talk. It's so big in terms of like the zeitgeist and like hot topic that motherfuckers who ain't seen it have such a fucking opinion about it. They're like, oh man, it's just whack because it's just like the quiet place and it's kind of like, and why the fuck, and why would, uh, why would they call it bird box? It should be something else because birds in a box don't scare me. I'm like, have you seen it? No, but I mean, it's everywhere and everybody talking about it and there's memes and I'm like, okay, well, and another thing too is if you- We were in Mexico when we saw the memes, uh, remember? Yeah, so, so there's another thing too. If you go into it, with the assumption of, okay, this is supposedly super scary and it's going to scare the shit out of me and I'm going to be scared. Well, it might not really be that kind of movie. So to me, it's not it's not supposed to be uh, Poltergeist or uh, what's the one with the little, she spins her head? Exorcist. Exorcist. It's not going to be Exorcist, right? And it's probably not even Jaws, but I like... <laughs> Jaws was Jaws The was minute you, f- you heard that song, that Spielberg, was it. Spielberg did his thing. Cuckoo-y. I saw the uh, the graphics, I think, for like the percentage of people that saw Bird Box. And if I'm not mistaken, it was upwards of like 93% of people that have Netflix have seen Bird Box. Wow. You imagine that? That 
that many people. That many people. So the small majority that's talking all that shit is just like literally a handful of people that haven't seen it. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess maybe because like I enjoyed it. I liked it. I yeah. liked it. Yeah, I liked it and, too. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I, I would have liked a, another ending, but I get it. And like, even, I, even I your get sister, it. Even your sister was like, Y'all see that movie they're making fun of? It must be so dumb. And I was like, just because they're memes doesn't mean it's dumb. You know? It's like, <laughs> maybe it's just like, they're just like clowning elements of it. Doesn't oh. mean the movie itself. Do you want me to, like, kind of a spoiler alert for people that read the book but haven't seen the movie? Oh, oh, a, I didn't know it was a book first. Yeah. See? So, that's, see? Yeah. Well, based off a book, it's super dark. It's even darker, the ending. So apparently, this is uh, maybe like skip 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this. But in the book, when they made it to the school, Apparently, somewhere along the lines, one of those things had made it into the school and people had seen it. And when they saw it, instead of like killing themselves, they made themselves go blind. So they would stab themselves in the eyes and mm. make themselves go blind. So like it's in the school and they're basically all going to die in there. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, it sounds like a pretty dope fucking book even, you know, because then you can use your own imagination. Like mm-hmm. um, I got into uh, Ready Player One, mm-hmm. like, like mm-hmm. the book. And the movie was like, oh, okay, it's cool. But it just had like that Disney feel to it. It's kind of like, oh, this is... My imagination saw it one way. Mm-hmm. The way I casted the motherfucker, you know. <laughs> you know, my production value. The graphics, my mind is able to create, basically. Avatar style. what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's another one. Avatar, bro. Um, Speaking of books and movies, a long time ago, I was into this little... Uh, there's a dude named Ray Kurzweil. Oh, yeah. The futurist uh-huh. guy. So Ray Kurzweil put out a handful of books, and I don't know how I stumbled across his shit, but he had one where he's predicting, I forget, uh, I don't know if it's called like the era of machines or the spirit of machines, I can't remember which one it is, but it's a thick ass book, and and he's just like telling you how the future's going to be, and he's Mm. just like, and he breaks it down real simple, like, well, wait a minute, Ray, like, um, how is it possible that you could take someone's consciousness and put it into this like cyborg or what do you mean bionic or whatever? Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, yeah, I know it's stuff from the movies, but at Duke University, yeah. there's a program where they're developing some of the, the baby phase of this. The singularity. That's, I think that's the book. Yeah, that's the book. That's that's the, the, there's a movie, a documentary on it too, The Singularity. Mm. I think that's the book. So, so, so long story short, tying it into Avatar. He had a he had a whole chapter about avatars as to he broke down the science how they're gonna be able to have your consciousness in this other thing or whatever. And there's been a ton of movies. There's one with like I think Bruce Willis. There's mm-hmm. like there's a whole bunch now. Right? Yeah, but um, I think her is kind of like that, right? Well, yeah, her has to do with like AI. Yeah, which I never is saw all that. In, It's all in there, but it, it's it's. I'm it's not Spike ready Jones. for any of that. I'm so ready for it. Really? Yeah. I am not. <laughs> he want to have him a, a, a Don, close your ears. He, he, <laughs> close your ears, Don. This, this ain't got nothing to do with you. Uh, he want to have him a robot bitch. That's kind of like, I'm a program this whole, the act right. I think it's so scary because what were we reading, babe, that some robot killed? I, I don't know if it was real. It was like a, a clip on on Instagram mm-hmm. where it's like a lady giving a speech. She's like, at a Japanese mm-hmm. uh laboratory he was trying to decipher if it was it looked edited like, yeah. like they did something but the story of the robot thing was like supposedly they're they're developing ai like mm-hmm. these little robots and as they as a running test and they're like okay let's shut this one down and let's go ahead and shut the second mm-hmm. one down well the third one was figuring like downloading from a remote satellite mm. information on how to like reproduce it like something like not shut down mm-hmm. and, and outsmart the the creators damn yeah. Well, I, I'd, I'd read something similar where the same thing, two computers were basically talking to each other. And the Hell no. Nah, they didn't know what it was, so they ended up just shutting nah, down bro. the computers. Okay. 
that I heard that shit was true. Yeah, that one's I sure heard true. that one. That was at a university. I heard well, my facts might be fucked up. Uh unless I'm thinking of something else. I heard Facebook was developing some AI. Mm. And I think it was either Google's AI or Facebook's AI, where basically the scientists were like monitoring. This mm-hmm. is like the layman's version, yeah, you're, right? You're so so spot on. So the scientists were like, you know, allowing mm. them to to program. Obviously, Elon Musk, he's the type of dude that's like, we got to be careful with this shit. Other people are like, nah, it's going to be all right. So supposedly, I think it was Facebook AI department, one of these people, Google, Hotmail, Yahoo. I don't know one of these motherfuckers. I don't know what Yahoo's uh, AI department looks like right now. So anyway, they're having the the simulation, like the programs, the computers are are doing a thing. And they notice like, huh, wait, they eventually... They had created their own little language, yeah. and they had the scientists in the dark. We're like, hold on, see, what? well, I'm not ready for We're that. Like, wait. No, I'm not. Can you imagine? They're like, wait, what? Is I'm gonna be so antisocial and Are stay in my talking? house. I'm gonna do bird box and just stay in my house. <laughs> That's what they were doing. They're like, they're talking and then shut it down. Shut it well, down. I, yeah, I heard like the government stepped in it was like hey we're not we're not really like prepared for this is moving kind of fast and that's the whole theory behind that singularity yeah, thing the trajectory to where, of it to where the way i think it, it broke down in the book is if you look at like human history it would take a long time to reach big advancements like the printing press you know the the radio uh frequency the mm-hmm. telephone the television color tv and then now it's like Internet, YouTube, now it's like faster, 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 faster. And the theory is once the innovation is equal or um, or faster than time itself, it creates a graph on um, those innovations like mm-hmm. a dinosaur tail mm-hmm. where it creates a straight line up. And that's supposed to be like this huge, like mm-hmm. fucking cognitive leap, awakening, crazy. Damn. Basically, you're going to have Ubers that drive themselves, is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. it. Dude, you guys ever watch Black Mirror? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Then you've watched all that kind of crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen a... We saw a few episodes. The one with the daughter. Oh, with the tablet where she can see the Archangel one? Dude. That's what it's called? But that's coming. I guarantee you. I'm I'm sure that's out there. We just don't know about it. They censored her vision, (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you want to nerf the world. You want to protect your kids so they don't... See anything that stresses them out, but yeah. that's kind of like normal, right? We're talking about immune systems the other day, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, peanuts. <laughs> it <laughs> always goes back to peanuts. All right, let's segue into a question. Uh, this was kind of a loaded question, but I mean, dive into it however you want. For Marisol, uh, how was it doing your pregnancy completely natural, giving birth naturally? Question mark. And also, are you pro vaccinations or anti vaccinations? Okay, let's start with the vaccination. Okay. Um, so we follow the Dr. Sears method. All right. So we don't, which sounds hella, she made it sound like, like real scientific. It's not, it's not there. All it is, is yeah. (laughs) How do you not give your baby all the vaccines? So I don't give my baby all her vaccines. Now I was anti vaccines at first, right? Cause it's just scary. And I watched this movie called vaxxed. So if you have time, it's Mm. a documentary, watch it. And it's just scares the shit out of you. As a first-time parent, you know, I've never had kids. Obviously, I want to do, you know, I worked out my entire pregnancy because I wanted her to be healthy. I tried to introduce different foods because supposedly they can, you know, I don't know how true any of it is, but I did it, right? So we decided we were going to do the Dr. Sears uh, method, which is we only give, it sucks because you got to go back more frequently to the doctor because then you got to go back to... Yeah, but basically, like, you... 
you break it down to where they're not getting like all this mercury or, or some of these uh, vaccines mm-hmm. they they bundle them up where it's like yeah. rme uh like was it rubella measles some other shit and then sometimes they give it to them too young so this dr sears thing is kind of like ah, oh, break them up here's another back. problem that i that needs to be addressed also is because my baby was born at home not every pediatrician will take her mm. because she was not monitored or in the system in the system <laughs> the entire time i guess so a lot of pedi- pediatricians won't see you um, it, might be, it might be a liability reason i don't know maybe maybe and so a lot of pediatricians wouldn't take me because she was born mm-hmm. at home so uh, my midwife referred me to some um you know at home births friendly pediatricians and also vaccination free friendly pediatricians because we got new insurance and i was trying to switch her over to um a new, a new pediatrician and they were like mm, no nah, she needs to get all her vaccinations like we're gonna have to get i was like nah bro that's not how it works you know because as yeah. a parent as a parent you know you want to make the right choice and you don't want to mess nothing up but as a conspiracy theorist i highly recommend even if you ain't got kids this vax thing it's yeah. like whoa it's trippy like this one lady it's, it's kind of sad this one lady she had uh were they twins? twins. She had twins. Boy girl, twins. She had twins, boy girl. Boom. She went into the uh, to the thing because they were scheduled, right? This is the recommended schedule by the uh, Center of Disease Control. So the government is, are the ones that's like, yeah, we have a contract with a vaccine manufacturer. We cut a big-ass check. and uh, So the we, CDC made the schedule? Yeah, but if I'm not mistaken, okay. you mm-hmm. want to Google. But it's like a schedule recommended by the CDC for citizens. And yeah. for the most part... Vaccines make a whole lot of sense. And, the, and yeah. the difference is, is that we used to get live vaccines. Now they're dead. Yeah. So you're pumping it. Or was it backwards? I can't remember. Okay. But vaccines have changed. Yeah. For sure. Um, you know, because some ladies have the little, the little the po- scar. The scar on the mm-hmm. arm. So, um, so as a conspiracy theorist, you know, because some stuff, so especially it reminds me of like the Adam Scorgy stuff. Like mm-hmm. we watched the union, but. It's, it's ironic how sometimes it's like, wait, so hemp was legal and then it, they banned it and they made it legal again. And, you know, it's just all fucked up and it doesn't make any sense. Like, wait, you're banning a plant. And so like with the, the vaccines, it's trippy because it's like, well, why did they put mercury in them again? And why mm-hmm. so much? And who's in charge of and what's the data look like? Really? I'm, I'm not going to fucking read the report, but. Mm. Yeah. So that was our reason. So that's my thing on anti okay. or pro or against. And that was from uh, at Creek Tribe underscore. So that was the first. That's, first that's the part. first part. Second part. Um, so I don't dog anyone who's um, giving birth is giving birth, right? If you've had an ap- epidural, that was your choice. And that's how you chose to have your child, right? However, having zero medication to have a child, none whatsoever, is M like empowering like no one i swear to you i feel like i can do anything in the world there is zero challenge that i cannot handle because of it and and not to go too deep on like the uh hospital Mm -hmm. stuff and you know home versus hospital whatever because you know my 10 year old was born in the hospital but we what was which uh what documentary was it where it says um 
the the pitocin that hormone that mm. they're, they're giving you to induce labor and then if you get an epidural and how it, that's why sometimes the baby's blood pressure is crazy like i don't you know what i'm saying it was on a ricky lake um documentary also which is talking about home births and i can't remember the name of it ricky lake the talk show host yeah she did because she ended up having a home birth and oh. so she did a whole documentary and she actually followed um a very well-known um midwife midwife um what's her name may anime uh yeah i think so something Anime's something i forget what her i have all her books but um so she she does a whole documentary, which is is pretty interesting too, and um, it's crazy because it's a natural thing to have your child the way I'm not again I'm not saying I, I don't want to sound like I'm dogging anybody who's because giving birth is giving birth at the end of the day, but my experience from my experience giving birth at home, it was awesome that I woke up after giving birth in my own bed. I showered in my own house. My baby was next to me the entire time. I didn't have to wait to see her. And she didn't cry. Mickey was asleep in the room, in the next room over. And then she like comes in like, what's happening? Like y'all making noise. And she's like, oh my God, is that my sister? Baby had just been born, right? She's like, why didn't y'all call me? It's like, it just happened, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I'm like, hold me. I'm crying. And and, um, I'm not saying that we're planning to have another one or anything. But if I did have another one, because of my fibroid situation, they they kind of, um, I guess, recommend that I have a C-section, right? Because that way they can go mm, ahead and do right. two in one, take out the fibroids and then deliver the baby. But I told him, I said, actually, I think I'm going to go ahead and just, <laughs> if I had another baby, I'll go ahead and have it at home and then put up with the fibroids and then wait the six months and then have the surgery and instead call it of, a day instead of doing a c-section, of doing a c-section. but, but uh one of these documentaries bro they actually do a really good job like on some adam scorgy shit like even if you don't have kids like the propaganda mm-hmm. that came into play when um oh no midwife that's some old mm-hmm. uh oh that's from the old country it was like a campaign in new york hmm. that was trying to uh, there's always ulterior motives right um that was trying to scare people that like no 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 a, a hospital is the ideal environment but what's happening is people getting sick in there like you they're taking you to where the sick people are and then there's you, you just run risk with like and you're just another patient and, yeah. they need you out you know right. what i'm saying hurry up get better did you have your baby cool now we got to go because we need exactly we yeah. need this bed in my case here's the thing for me was and i'm not saying i need to be pampered or anything like that i was in my home and then my midwife came and sat with us like after, I don't know, like a little recap, a little recap. Yeah. And she just kind of told me what was, what happened. And she's like, you didn't know. And this is what was going on. And actually my baby had her, the cord tied around her foot, her foot. And for a minute she couldn't find like the heartbeat was sounding rare, but she never told me that at no point did they I ever panic. feel They're professionals. Yeah. I never felt like there was anything. Oh, in the hospital. Guess what? They'd have moved me out the way. They'd have made, probably made a big fuss, mm. but, um, here's here's an example of one of the biggest differences between like you know and he can he can vouch for it because he's had experienced both both. i i've never true so i know this is like sound like the midwife episode but peep game this shit's interesting it's very interesting from a conspiracy theorist fucking point of view that's me all right check this out so 
a midwife is going to try to follow the path of the natural birth. Like she's there as a coach and she's kind of assisting because why women were made for this. They were built for this. So there's, it's going to happen. Like baby's going to come out. Don't worry. Um, so if you want to do some uh, Nicki Minaj type squats, you know, to help the baby loosen up, you can, if you want to get in the tub, you can, if you want to lay down, you can, there's like all this different stuff, like take a shower in the hospital. Oh no, no, no. You strapped in. Where are you going? Oh no, no, no. You want to eat? Fuck no, not on my clock. You're going to chew on these fucking ice chips. Why? Because in case we got to cut you open, that makes our job a lot fucking easier. Oh, and another thing is we're going to have you at this altitude. That way, me as a doctor, you know, a man usually, it's like I'm not having to bend over and hurt my back. So really, this is all set up for the fucking guy who probably, not saying that they're inexperienced or anything, but a lot of times, statistically speaking, this is important shit, statistically speaking, um, a lot of times they don't even have experience with a natural vaginal like birth. They're used to like cut them open, cut them open, uh, anything, cut them open. Like let's just usually it's like let's just schedule it. No, isn't it easier? Don't you want to just schedule it? Knowing your baby's gonna be here, so they really push for that. And the mortality rate of minority women, black women and Hispanic mm-hmm. women in the hospital system, because sometimes g- genetically there's just different. Things like Serena Williams was a big public example. She was on like high blood pressure. Yeah. The midwife told us. She's like, Serena Williams went through some shit. She's like, I know she's on high blood pressure medicine. They probably got her on this now. She almost died, right? Yes. So- They're like, now she's in a hospital. She's complaining. Hey, this hurts. This hurts. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling that. They're like, oh, it must be nothing. She says, what happened is the stuff that that's protocol to them, the stuff that they instantly want to pump you up with or uh, whatever, it conflicted with her other medication. And these motherfuckers ain't catch it. She's like, I knew, I knew what the fuck was, was going to happen. And uh, she's like, they didn't catch it. She fuck around, almost died. And it's, again, it goes back to like, for whatever reason, minority mortality rate in the state of Texas. I don't have the fucking numbers in front of me. But they're pretty high. But it's kind of like my midwife is super. She's mean. I'm sure there's a bunch of midwives that are awesome. I'm not saying mine's the best, but to me, she's the best. You know, she's my midwife. So um, she had a lot of knowledge. It was never. Here's my thing with her, too. When I first went to go see her, she said to me, you don't have to pick me. I just wanted to meet you and you to meet me. You can go to another um, because the, the women's hospital also has midwives there. Or you can go to the hospital. Or you can go to the hospital. So she you. gave me options at all times. She never said. Also, when I found out I had fibroids, she said, you don't have to continue to use a midwife. You can start seeing a doctor if you want. If, you, if that makes you feel more comfortable because you'll have constant... Um, I guess updates on the fibroids because they'll always be they'll always do ultrasounds. When you have when you see a midwife, they only send you to do an ultrasound. Um, if you find want to find out what you're gender. having, the gender, yeah. and if she sees if something sounds off or odd, but other than that, they they don't do. But you are visiting the midwife more often than someone yeah. would be going to a doctor. I saw my midwife. And- Almost every week. We were there all the time. Yeah. And sorry, not, I don't want to lollygag on you know fibroids and shit, but um, in the doctor setting, they have a different approach. They're just like, oh, that's a f- fuck ton of fibroids. Yeah, it's like you have twins. You're going to bleed. You're gonna, oh, like, yeah, you're going to be a bleeder. You're going to bleed uh, so much. And you're going to be fucking huge. 
uh, which I was basically yeah but it's basically like it's kind of like hey kid if you can hear me in there good luck because you're fucking surrounded by these God things on damn. the other hand in essence her approach is more like now your little your, your little friends are in talk there. to her every time she was on my belly you know, like basically like you know make sure you make yourself some space and hopefully our little friends like we're gonna love our little friends we're gonna basically coexist with the little friends we can't go in there and do anything hopefully they, they're nice and they just kind of move out the way a little bit mm. And, and so, so she totally would tell me from a customer service yeah, side. Yeah. Phew, come on, bro. You, Sold. You got somebody explaining stuff to you. And, you know, 100%. I was never in the dark. I always understood the minute. And what made her, what set a flag off for her about the fibroids was I was only like You're six measuring weeks. measuring bigger. Than and she was like, Wait, how many, how many months? Wait, how far along are you? She's like, no, nah, something's up here. She's mm. like, you're way too big well, for. Apparently, the ladies walking around the grocery store must be midwives too, because they'd be like, damn, you about to bust. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. What would you do yesterday? <laughs> At the mutual like, yeah. I'm four no. months. I know. Whenever I was uh, pregnant, it was like, so, and here's a weird too. When my baby would go see the doctor, because I'd have to get these fibroids looked at frequently, right? man she knew she'd hide when they'd have to check like check her heart she she'd scare the crap out of me every time i'd be i thought something was wrong with her but she it's like she didn't like being there we went to the when it was time to go see the midwife and she's like how's my baby she's kicking kicking she knew in that in that yeah that would used to be that used to freak me out like does she really know like she really knows like she knows we're at the doctor's today. We, we have to take her. Uh, she's The midwife's down the street. We should take our five-month-old. Just be yeah. like, remember me? Yeah. <laughs> so That's it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Anytime I think of kids, I always go to just like, we're just all a bunch of aliens. You know, we are aliens. We're out there looking for like extraterrestrial creatures. Like, we are aliens. Yeah, technically. Well, they say uh, we, we've, we've only gone two miles deep in the ocean. Yeah. And uh, I, I was listening to Mo Amer. He did a, a podcast, and he was talking about how the Hubble telescope people, like they took like a little square inch, like in that right there in the sky. It's like 10,000 galaxies mm. in just that one little Damn. thing Damn. where that's you just crazy. put your thumb right there. So that's my answer. That's, yeah, that's the most in-depth. <laughs> that's, she probably, it was ever, probably more than what yeah. she wanted to hear. It's but. the baby update episode. <laughs> <laughs> we interrupt this program to bring you a special update. The midwife report. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this segues into a good one from, let me find that again. Uh, at Jesse uh-huh. Heredia. Uh, meanwhile, mm. <laughs> uh, or Jess at Jess M. Okay, uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. A very regular and loves the yeah, podcast. He, mm-hmm. uh, love y'all's connection. What's your favorite podcast to listen to? Each one of you. Uh, me, Joey Diaz, just because like this motherfucker is a hell of a storyteller, and and it, it's almost like a it's almost like comforting in a way. Like just it's like a little habit where I mm-hmm. know part of my routine if if something's going if my day's going off i'm like okay well did i write my journal yeah did i meditate fuck i ain't listened to joe yet that's what the fuck it is mm-hmm. so it just kind of like allows me to just get out of my own little head and just listen to a motherfucker tell a story and it's like it's just like does that make sense almost it's almost soothing. like you're at work mm-hmm. you're at work and <clears throat> it's like background so i listen to the same podcast he does for the most part but i listen to like how it was built mm. and just because i like the entrepreneur yeah. um stories i listen to the oprah winfrey one um i also listen to like the murder ones serial oh yeah you so like those? Us, i like those um still you listen to them 
Well, there's no nothing updated oh, yet. No. It's old episodes, but that was one. Yeah, it's but right. I mean, I check it to. I'm getting a little scared because you know, <laughs> I went through your podcast playlist, <laughs> and I ain't seen that in a while. Yeah, so you know, uh, those are mine probably. Uh, I follow a breastfeeding hers one like, as well. Hers are like how to how to kill a motherfucker, <laughs> how to catch a motherfucker slipping. <laughs> oh my god! My uh, let's see. We got at Susie the Star. Mighty Soul, what are your thoughts on marijuana? Hey, hey. Nothing. I mean, it's great. It's great. She's like, I ain't got no thoughts. <laughs> I ain't got no It's great. I you mean, mean this? <laughs> you mean this over here? Um, <laughs> it's a plant. It's a herb. It's good for you. Um, I think it's been vilified and scapegoated, much like the Mexican-American uh, culture. Ooh, speaking of, deep. though, there is someone who reached out to me, and I can't find her, and I want to find her. And she offered to give me a THC, no, yeah, right? A THC, CBD, CBD facial. Mm. And I so can't Uh, find her in my, what? I'll give you the THC (laughs) one. (laughs) (laughs) THC. I'm going to make a little cream. Oh, man. I saw that coming a mile away. (laughs) No pun intended. I didn't say anything. She's just like, she wants to give me a CBD facial. (laughs) (laughs) So. So Speaking funny. of that, kind of, sort of. Uh, THC pearl necklace. Uh, <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I'm like, where's oh this going? Uh, methamphetamine, Dirty <laughs> Sanchez. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Let's hey, segue on that note. <clears throat> hey, it goes back to the how to keep your marriage together. <laughs> you got to represent for the rent. <laughs> you can't go up in and play no games, baby. You know, this is the kind of confidence you get when you do study hall, bro. That's true. This is the kind of confidence you get, bro. And I told her that I said, I said you, you see that? You, look at me. You see that? You see that? <laughs> look into the camera That's what and happened. do that. You see that? Look at me. Did you feel all that? That's when a motherfucker get him some study hall. So now I just feel secure and confident by myself. Now that's not even on my mind. I know that's taken care of, but we trying to take care of you right now. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Everyone felt that right through the lens. <laughs> At CL Mendez 3. What so this is kind of a lengthy one so maybe we'll shorten it up. What six people living or dead would you invite over for dinner? Tacos are on the menu, of course. Six people living or dead? Living or dead? Shit, let's get Cantinflas in this motherfucker. You know okay. what I'm saying? Rest in peace. Let's get Pimp C in this motherfucker because we always need some realness and trillness. Um, shit, who else? Frida Kahlo for me. Okay, cool. Frida, who else we getting? That's three. Guatemoc. Um, no. I like J Lo in here. She's oh oh living or dead. My bad. I was yeah, going straight to the dead. Because <laughs> it's like they're not even here, so it's yeah. like you're going that much further to get this guest. Like man, we you don't even know what we went through to get this, you know, dead person. Mine would be us. Oprah too. Okay. Um, Oprah. Mine would be Oprah. Oprah. Pimsy. Frida Kahlo. Frida Kahlo. Cantin Plus. Sure. Cantin Plus. That'd be a hell of a party. Yeah, um, it would. Who else? How many is that? Five. Five. Shit, you know, maybe throw some DJ screw up in there, you know, get a freestyle session going. Hey. Frida, Frida, pass it to Oprah. To Pimp season, DJ screw. Yeah. Close yeah. it out, Pimp. Oh. And then The Rock is just hyping everybody up in the background. And then The Rock could be. Yeah. Like, the best 2019 of your life kind of thing. Yeah, he could be inst- Instagramming it. Yeah. All right, that's a pretty good list. There you go. That's a, that's a good one. Let me shift over to the other question and then there's going to be like a uh, uh, an action adventure film starring cantinflas and the rock oh wow this that summer. would be crazy cantinflas gonna be on his instagram like yo y el rock 
Is your sister-in-law still single? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, you never know. I believe so. You know, it's still early in the year. We're going to give Cynthia a little bit of time. We're going to cut her some slack. At Hazel underscore Artemis. <laughs> we don't know where the Artemis came from. Uh, that's what, what I call her. Yeah, every time I bring her up, I just Hazel say, how's Artemis? Artemis? Hazel Artemis. <laughs> um... Was I going to tell you? It was funny. Oh, did I tell you this already, right? What? How she said, I don't know where all... Is this before she had heard the episode? Right. So she hadn't heard it. It's just like, man, I've been getting all these requests on my Instagram. I don't know what's going on. She's like, it needs to go on private. I'm like, here's my thing about private accounts. Why are you on social media if you're on a That's private what I account? Said. Yeah. What pisses me off about private accounts is you might have a dope-ass meme. I can't even like share <laughs> it to my store my uh yeah my little store now i gotta screenshot it yeah and not give you credit yeah, for it whatever pretty much that's fine yeah like, i don't ever get it i never none of my accounts were ever no private i just oh when that screenshot came out oh that was it i said oh wait oh my meme's gonna be lit because <laughs> <laughs> before that it was iffy <laughs> oh my god you was having to come up with your own <laughs> memes <laughs> uh at eliza U-H, Beth, that's funny. Elizabeth, will you, go? so, and to what we were talking about earlier, are you and Marisol going to be having more kids? Love the podcast, by the way. Man, sometimes my child don't know how to behave, mm. and um, it causes I'm 50-50. Me. She's bad. She's not bad. She's not she bad. She gets up early. She, yeah. no, she's just, cute. She's, she's just being pie. a baby, she's you know? She's Nothing you can do about it. Um, I'm 50-50, only because- I want more kids. We're oh, busy. Okay. The process is difficult, and yeah, it's it's a lot to juggle. Um, but I don't want Penny to be by herself, um, although she has a sibling, obviously. But they're 10 years apart. But they're 10 apart. years apart. So and it's like two only two Yeah, only so she, Mickey's t- like an only child. She comes and she plays, and same thing, too. They don't have nothing in common, mm-hmm. so Mickey plays with her for a little bit, and then she's done, because obviously she wants to go do 10-year-old shit, you know? She don't want to do yeah. baby stuff Slime. the whole time, you know? So, I do want another one, but I guess we'll just see. I'm five years older than my little sister, and that's like, I find it to be the best little gap. Five years in between. No, I can't wait five years, brother. That put me at 40. That's all right. Joey is like 52. No, I can't. So, if, <laughs> if, if and I, we've discussed this. If, it, if it's going to happen, it has to happen next year. Oh. That's it. That's my cutoff. It's done after that. Mm. But it, like, I, that puts me at 38. And then by the time the baby's born, no. Mm-mm. Mm. Mm-mm. They're in Mexico, like, yeah, esta se le pasó el tren. She's like, yeah, that's y what. El voz. That's what Luis said. Y el avión. Yeah. So no. <laughs> so if funny. it happens, it'd have to happen. We'd have to make a decision. Hey, we'd have to make a very good business decision yeah. by next year to right. see if it's. Yeah. Uh, well, first, yeah, first we're gonna see what's up with that CBD facial. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Um, oh my god. No, but uh, but look, we got this nice little daycare looking back. We need to do the podcast one day out there. Yeah. Just right, yeah. that'd be kind of cool for them to see. Hear birds and shit. Yeah, well, just for them to kind of see what the backyard looks like. Well, this like. is the city of Houston, so you might hear like ambulances and helicopters yeah. and shit. Police cops, police you know, cops, police cars, police cops. You know, police horses. Police cops. Yeah. Police horses. That's funny. You know, uh, that kind of rounds out the best questions we had, everybody. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, going back to the kids thing in the backyard and stuff like that is um. I had a great time in Mexico City. I, it, like, I was getting a kick out of just looking at, you know, my wife and kids just looking at stuff. You know, especially, like, the little baby, you know, the little ones. And it's like, oh, I wonder if she's going to remember this. Or, 
like look at that statue look at those buildings and or we're out here you know look at the oxo how many oxos is that yeah uh this little yeah, seven, seven like, eleven that's 18 oxos She's like, oh my god like, what eight, are these eight, <laughs> what are these oxos no what did she say xoxo oh xxo oh yeah or something like that she was like what <laughs> have are you heard those? of those rob no it's like this little Seven Eleven circle k that they're everywhere in mexico everywhere mm-hmm. in mexico so sometimes they're like across the street from each other they're around the corner from each other so, and here's the thing they got it down to a science bro because they don't carry everything like if you want to go in there and find like a chapstick or like you know pimple cream or like just random shit they're like nah 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 bro we just it's you know it's hot dogs coffee like uh gatorades every kind of chocolate and chip it's just junk right and the, the way i look at it is that's like that western processed junk food that's now easily accessible like it's it's just more fucking ch- mugrero, you yeah, know? Yeah. My baby had beans the other day. Yeah. Yeah, first time. First time having beans. Five, five months, right? Fiber. Straight Six. fiber. Six months? She, the January 11th? Friday. Tomorrow. Oh, okay. oh, oh cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Six months. Badass. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Do they she, Do they start eating like... Well, Luisa mushes <clears throat> it and it turns it into basically gerber Gerber. yeah yeah she it's cool because i bought her a bunch of pouches right and at first i was like well i don't really want to buy pouches because you know they're not homemade and you know you know and i was just like i tried it it's not organic organic, exactly so um i tried them and she loved them so i told luisa about it she was like oh well what happened with you wanting them to be natural and i was like got them (laughs) Because oh, she was going out of her way of, she boils the beans. Like no, potatoes. she boils the potatoes. Oh, she apples, boils the apples. Applesauce. It makes her homemade applesauce. Makes her, Fresh. you know, homemade like uh, potatoes with squash or homemade, uh, you know, whatever vegetable or whatever she's trying to give her. It's all homemade and. You know, she um she did ask me for it. She's like, "Hey, when are you gonna buy the the baby bullet?" Remember? Oh, the blender. Because she doesn't want, she doesn't. Oh, you know, because cool. we use yeah. the we use the blender to make other stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I really don't feel comfortable." And I love that that I don't even have to be the one to be like nitpicking. Nitpicking. I love that she does it on her own. Because trust me, in the back of my my mind, I'm thinking it. You know, but I'm glad that she does it first. You know, she's real like, no, nah, don't. You shouldn't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to. So. I bought these pouches. I took them honestly on the trip and she loved them while we were out there. But now that she's at home, them pouches are sitting there. Mm. And I got her the organic ones. And they're one fifty nine like, each. Uh, Damn, bro, I do fresh. Yeah, she's like, man. no. She's like, the baby needs to have fresh. And I was like, yes, you're absolutely correct. She does. What she's doing is making sure that you guys are going to be keeping her around for way long. Time. Right. Well, she already told me. She's like, hey, um, you should probably start already having another kid. And I was like, whoa, she's whoa. six months. She's like, yeah, because, you know, I don't know how much longer I'll, I'm going to be around. She's like, you know, and I was like, oh, I guess she thinks she's going to be around for a long <laughs> I mean, she is. She's great. I can't even yeah. dog her. You and, know what I'm saying? And I think I have a couple jokes uh, <laughs> based on her. Uh, Latino was fucked to her. 2019, 2019, Salt Lake City already sold out. Second show at it. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully uh we might hear a couple of Luisa jokes. Yeah. So yeah. Shout out to Luisa. Badass. How 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 white am I gonna sound? So I've got a nanny. I know. That's She's not a nanny technically. So I, She's considered well, just a babysitter. I'll say babysitter, but I'm gonna have to address because you know Mexican macho. They're gonna be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Your wife let you have like. They're gonna think it's some little young chick. Yeah. Like whoa, whoa, whoa. Cheerleader, babysitter, yeah. like. <laughs> 
They're like, whoa, nobody said all that, bro. This is a lady. I, mean, I didn't know, babe, like a nanny's like an, um, okay, okay, so maybe it is a nanny. I don't know. But my girlfriend corrected me because now nannies actually have like, they, you can actually go to school to be a nanny. And um, they be having like degrees, degrees, and, and like psychology majors or like uh, like kid we, counselor. We interviewed a couple, you know, and the interview process was very interesting. You want to share that? <laughs> we ended up with Luisa because I'm like, you know what? You can keep your resume, <laughs> keep your little degree in your frame. We need, you know, can you hook up some chile? Yeah, <laughs> this is what you're testing. What's your mole recipe looking like these days? I don't have a degree for that. Okay, get the fuck up out. <laughs> Can we get samples of all that? Yeah, so a lot of them. Yeah. The only thing that um, I am going to get, uh, Luisa, is, um, well, we all are. We're going to get uh, CPR certified. Only because now she's starting to eat. I wasn't worried about it. At the, I mean, I'm saying it can ha- I'm sure anything can happen at any time. But I wasn't. Shit, I almost choked on a goddamn taco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember, Dalila was. Austin in Austin? Yeah, she was. Well, she, she got me nervous and it made me panic. And, and so she panicked and she was screaming and it scared me. We're all like, panic! Okay, so we're in Austin, Texas. It was the uh, Pachanga Fest in Austin. Shout out to Rich Garza. And uh, I, was at, I was in my little section. We had our uh, pop-up truck and, and we had tamales and shit like that. And um, so there's different food around the festival. And the way you have to like have food out of festivals like there's like the, the whole code so anyway i bought some tacos and the tortillas were hella dry the chicken had dried out so i had this driest taco it was like towards the end of the festival They're like man we ain't even got no sauce left fuck it i'll take it i was hungry and um i think i had smoked some of that oil pen which just fucks mm-hmm. with your head long story short it was i took like i was talking while i was eating or something because somebody had said something to pj and I, we were trying to crack a joke and tell some people off and I took a bite and it was like dry and maybe I had cotton mouth and it just like a crumb just <clears throat> kind of <clears throat> went to the back. And um, I could have probably easily just, you know, kept my cool and just like, OK, well, let me just try to conjure up some saliva in this motherfucker. But then by then, my sister noticed she starts like making a big deal like, oh, my God, Junior, Junior hit me on the back. And I'm like, <laughs> then I start thinking like, oh, fuck, wait, could I die like this? Is this it? <laughs> Am I really finna die from a chicken taco? Mickey's crying. (laughs) Cause once that thought, you know, it's like bombing when you bomb on stage. Yeah. It's seventy percent mental. Mm. It's like when you choke in a game because you just start thinking, Oh my god, we're gonna win the state fucking championship. Yeah. And it's down to this one free throw. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, Oh my god, this is it. I'm not gonna fulfill all the dreams and shit. Like I'm just gonna have this is this little piece of masa. That's it. Well, I, I feel you though. Remember that one time I was choking in the apartment by myself. Pete made some pork chops. I must have bought some cheap meat, like the wrong with like the chewy. It was something real callousy yeah. on and it. And so I took a little piece. I'm by myself, and so I chew it. I'm trying to swallow it, and it gets stuck. And I'm like panicking, Ooh. and I'm trying my hardest to like think to myself, like make yourself throw up so it comes up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like hitting myself in the chest, like. Oh hard, my God. <laughs> hard. I'm on the couch like this. What were your thoughts? Uh, I was thinking, I'm going to die here and no one's going to find me because Pete was not going to come back until later that evening. So all that thought so all makes that, you really Yeah, pain. so I'm like, yeah. no one's going to find me. No, 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 babe, you had left out of town that next morning. Okay. So I thought no one's going to find me here until he you, comes back from out like, of town. I'm going to be on one of those How to Get Away with Murder podcast episodes. <laughs> it's like he purposely 
cooked overcooked some pork chops yeah. knowing he'd be gone for the weekend i was and for sure waiting like he sh- i didn't get the i didn't get the key i'm not gonna lie when i coughed I it up town. i started crying when i coughed it up i started crying because it felt like forever before i caught my breath and before it, it felt like it i was choking for a long time man one time i threw all that meat away I'm one like, time fuck this meat one time i literally thought i was dying because i got my wind knocked out of me so uh, bad this is what happened uh, this is in high school in New Jersey, and uh, I was kicking at my friend Jason's house. Uh, where did he live? Uh, at like near Asbury Park, Neptune, New Jersey. Shout out to Neptune, New Jersey. So um, he went to go kick it with like his little girlfriend or something, and I'm like, "Well, shit, let me borrow your bike. You know, I'll see y'all later. I'm like, right around. <laughs> y'all do what y'all do." And um, so I'm just like in my own little head, like hauling ass on this ten speed. What? <laughs> what happened? This is part of his. Not athletic, not handy <laughs> no, 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 story. No, let me tell you. All right, high school, maybe I was like tenth grade or something. I'm on my homeboy's ten speed. I'm going as fast as I can. I think I'm even like going downhill at this point or something. But I'm just trying to push the limits of this bike in slow motion. I look over to like my right hand on the handlebar, and I see that little brake thing is like loose, and it's slowly, it's on that little uh, oh. wire. Yeah. It's slowly like untangling. It's, it's you know, it's clank, and it's, it hits the. Um, the wheel well whatever it's like clank i'm hauling i'm looking at it in slow motion clank i was like hmm maybe i should slow down and like do something about it at that point it gets it wedges in front in the the front wheel which locks it up like a brake yeah so it's clank crap and what happens boom i get body slam like chest first into the street like the pavement and the bike probably hit me on the back it might have flew up then hit me on the back that part didn't hurt it was that straight concrete to my little bird chest, my little 10th grade chest. No push-ups. Cool. And uh, there was a man, like, working on his yard across the street. And I'm, think- I'm thinking this is it. I'm dying. I, I ruptured everything. <laughs> 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 my spleen is in my throat. I don't know what. Because it got knocked. My wing got knocked out so bad. I was just like, uh, uh, uh. I-, I couldn't even be like, uh, uh, like help. No, I know the feeling. Remember I told you when it I was It was like full metal jacket when the girl's like, shh, shh shoot me, me. Yeah. the sniper chick yeah, the yeah, Vietnamese yeah. girl it was like that Whoa. <laughs> you never seen it Football yeah jacket? but I'm saying he's taking it I, to I a like, whole other level I was like help and then finally the man I guess he was trying to make me not panic because maybe he saw the panic he's very patiently and slowly put away his lawnmower went in his like house got a little first aid kit and like took his time and the whole time I'm like bitch you're going inside as I'm dying you're walking <laughs> away from a dying child sir and then finally he walks up he like kneels down I was like you alright <laughs> and I'm just like I think uh, 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 I don't know what I broke sir I think I have a broken heart sir no and then that was it I took my ass home but I was shook up from it like I saw my, my friend's mom were you like, like was it sore though after like the next day do you remember I think just the adrenaline and the fear did you ride the bike back is my question yeah <laughs> that was the only way back I'm assuming yeah. Huh? yeah I bet you were going real slow too I was just thinking about my life like damn son <laughs> like, that could have been it bro you know your whole modeling career almost went out the door but it's, it, I've had a situation like that happen the first time I went skiing with my girlfriend. I didn't want to be the party pooper. Girls call their friends. Girlfriend, girlfriends. yeah. Just so y'all don't be doing some, you know, yeah, freaky yeah, deep. Exactly. So I didn't want to be like the party pooper because I've never been. You're like, and damn, so, Chingo girl got a girlfriend. God <laughs> damn. And I didn't want to be on the bunny hill the whole time. It's just like, 
Well, I like to be on the blues. So she's like, what you is know, that? I've never been skiing. Explain. So there's like blue and black and the bunny hill. And I think, I don't know what the other, a yellow maybe or this something like a, that. This is how high the, the hills are. Expert pro beginner. <clears throat> and so she's like, I'm like, okay, well, I only just took an hour lesson. So I guess I'll risk, you know what I'm saying? Let me do it, you know? So we get on this hill and I'm going down. Now I'm, I'm a, I snowboarded. I didn't ski. So I'm going. I'm like, oh, shit, this is easy. I got this already. You know, I'm going down where there's a big puddle, a big pile of snow. I don't know how to maneuver yet. I don't know how to go around like she did. She went like nothing. But she goes every year. This is skiing? This is, this is snowboarding. Oh. So she went around it like nothing. But this is something that she did with her family every year for spring break. This was my first time. So I said, oh, my God, what You're am like, I going to do? I'm from Spring Branch. <laughs> it's my first time. <laughs> I hit it and I felt so. So I was like, the guy told me that, you know, whenever if you want to fall or whatever, just kind of push back and then kind of like, you know, put your hand, you know, kind of like a slide like yeah. this, you know. <clears throat> so I was like, I'm going too fast. It's too high up. There's no way that I can push down. And then so I just hit it front, the board front first. And I just went like this. Basically and I just, got slammed. Yeah, kind of I like just me. heard, <gasps> and then my girlfriend kind of stopped a little bit. And she's and I hear her screaming. She's like, "Are you okay?" And I just remember going, <laughs> "Give me one minute, because I can't even talk." And I just sat up and I I scooted the snowboard back and I just kind of sat like this, took a deep breath, and I said, "Okay, ego, like you should have just told her I'm not ready to go on this big ass hill yet. <laughs> I need to stay on the bunny hill for a little bit longer." Was the bunny hill far? Like you're gonna be way off to your own? No, there is right at the entrance. Well, I mean, I don't uh, the where we went at this at this resort or whatever. It was like the bunny hill was like over here, but then you have to take the lift to the bigger hills. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to be left out, you know. And then I also didn't want to be like my friend having to wait on me so because did you I got to stay on the advance. Yeah, I sit on the advance. I mean, How'd that I mean. Work out? It was better. I mean, it was almost like the best thing to do. It's almost like I just dove in, basically. Uh, so it was just like, learn. fine. I needed that fall. You know, I kind of needed that little, mm. you know. And then it was after that, my girlfriend's like, let me show you. Down, it, you push back to take, a, like, to break. You know, if you were going to hit that, you should have hit back. And then you would fall on your butt, not on your chest. And then I was like, oh, okay. Because mm. them little 30-minute sessions were expensive. So I wasn't about to pay no two hours, you know. <laughs> And so I went to take a little 30 minute session and I thought I was going to be fine. I thought I was going to get to practice on the bunny hill. I didn't know my girlfriend was going to push me just to it mm -hmm. right there and then. So Sundance, uh, we got to figure out if we're going to rent a car or what, oh, but yeah. so that we can go to park city. Um, you know, cause we're doing salt Lake first show sold out second show at it. And, um, I, I'm looking forward to snowboarding. I ain't yeah. never did that shit. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be, we're going to have to go to the thrift shop. I told you, ground. it's going to be lit. We're going to have to ground. go to uh, like Goodwill to find some, uh, skiing pants. Yeah. Cause when I told him, I was like, we're not investing money in ski clothes. For we sure. never go, you know, yeah, so I better take some dope ass pictures of these new phones too. I know. Hey. It's excited. Yeah. yeah. As soon as I get set up, maybe tie a GoPro to your chest. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Maybe I'm a GoPro. It was fuck tour. Yeah, so you could see like how slow I'm moving. It's just like <laughs> this is boring footage. And it was funny because when you fall off the lift, it's like you you when you're on the snowboard, you have to like you're clipped in with just one foot. One one foot is not clipped in because mm. when you get off, you have to jump on it and clip on. Right. Mm. That's it's major coordination. Well, so my you're, girlfriend, you're jumping off and clipping in at the same. Yeah, time. and wow. clipping in. Well, my girlfriend was an expert again. You know, so. 
I said, hell nah. And then you got to move quick. If you fall, you better move because the lift is still coming oh. and there's people. So you finna get knocked out. And they'll tell you, move, you know? So I would grab onto her and I'd bring her down with me. She'd be like, Marissa, <laughs> stop grabbing onto me because she'd have to fall with me because I was so scared. But so what I would do is I would purposely fall scoot to the side and clip myself in stand up and then take off because i couldn't get the clip in and you're having to constantly get on that lift in order to keep playing or you just yeah because you're going down babe. and then you come down and then you go back up to get on the lift to so go like, on the next hill so you're just constantly going on it's a ways hill. down don't think it's just like Five and that's it no it's like you're going oh, down so you're going down on the snow yeah uh, that's it are you uh, going fast because I suck at skateboarding. We can like, we can do the bunny hill first. Hey, with you all might the, stay on the bunny hill with all the kids. There's only kids on the bunny hill. That's what. That's why, honestly, I didn't want to be on ego, the bunny that hill. Ego. Yeah. So we'll stay on the bunny hill. I mean, for me, it's been um, nine, uh, 19 years. I haven't been. Damn, that'd be great content. Just seeing you on the bunny hill with the kids. Nothing else. Batallando. Batallando. Yeah. Well, hey man. Hopefully, one day we could take our babies to. Uh, Mickey went uh, skiing already. So shit, you know, let let wise guys in Salt Lake know, hey, we want to come back uh, during spring break 2020 <laughs> right. and bring the babies. But I've never shit. been anywhere else for spring break for, as far as skiing. I went to Lake Tahoe. And that was pretty cool. Sound like you live a privileged life, young lady. <laughs> no. uh, I'm looking forward to some beach time too, man. I know it's January and shit like that. But, uh, you know, when we do L.A., when we live out there for June and we have all those SoCal dates... I just, man, I'm going to be taking some acting classes, so I'm going to be busy and I want to do something while I'm out there, because I need to be productive as well. I want to do something like uh, meetups with ladies from cool. L.A. So I kind of want to try that, like, you know, uh, meeting up with, with ladies. Um, so I'm going to see how I can organize that. So Yeah, we should, you should, we guys. What, yeah, yeah, it's here. You, y'all, us. We should take the month to cool. of May to plan it all out. Yeah. All the recording we got to do before you guys leave, meetups, stuff like that. Sure. Yeah, we'll yes. get a game plan for yeah, June. Yeah, let's do it. But sure. yeah, uh, cool. What, any closing thoughts? Uh, man, just uh, appreciate the love, man. Latinos Fuck Tour 2019. We're setting it off. New year, new drip, new momentum, the new campaign, new jokes. So, hey, we got a lot of new stuff coming. Stay tuned. Hey. Bye.